Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi, everybody. It's Kim Hughes. And today I want to talk to y'all about your presence online. Um, We have come across so many agents that do not have information on how to go to their website, how to find them on social media, um, how to call them, you know. So this I thought was going to be a real quick podcast just to kind of talk about what we find when we're looking at agents' presence online. So, you know, these are some things that you really need to pay attention to because if we, as your, um, you know, real estate virtual assistant, your coach, your consultant, whatever we may be doing for you, um, when we have trouble finding our own clients online, we want to make sure that we put that out there so that they can get it all taken care of. And so here's some things that we have come across is, you know, let's start with your signature line in your email. Um, I have done a podcast on this before, but one of the things that we really feel is very important for agents is to make sure that in your signature line, excuse me, I'm fighting allergies this week. One of the things that you need to look at in your signature line is you need to make sure you have your name. You need to make sure you have the name of your brokerage. You need to have your website, your email address. And a lot of agents have said, why do I need to put my email when they get an email from me? You know, people are not going to go and copy that email address. They just want to click and be able to save it and do what they need to do with it. So make sure you put your email address in your signature line, your phone number, um, and any additional information. So if you have to put, um, you know, like wiring fraud instructions, um, you know, if you, if you've ever emailed me and I've replied, you'll see that I have a long signature line because there's a lot of information in there that um, is important and it's legal. So keep that in mind too, is, you know, what legally do you have to do to have information? Like, do you need to put your broker number, your realtor number? Um, You know, do you have a link to search for homes? Um, That should be something that you have on your signature line. And then put all of your social media links straight to. So when they click on that link, it takes them straight to your social media platform, whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it may be. Um, don't make people look for you. That is one of the biggest frustrations in the business world is having to find information on how to reach someone because they didn't give you They sent you an email and it might have just had Kim. Well, okay, I have an email address and I have your name, but I don't know how to call you or anything. So now I've got to go Google you. When I go to Google and I can't find you on Google, that tells me, okay, well, I'm not going to go any further. Um, because if you haven't taken the time to make sure your online presence is there, people that want to buy or sell real estate, they're not going to work with you because they can't find you. And if they do finally find you, they are kind of like, well, you know, why did they not have all their information there? So if they are not on top of their own game, how can they be on top of mine? 
So these are the ways that, you know, we feel that y'all can be missing opportunities because you don't have the information available at the click of a button. So um, <clears throat> the first thing is, is that, you know, always have your office address and your website. You know, well, I'm going to say, you you know, you don't have to have your office physical address, but the website you do. Um, if you don't have a website, and, you know, if you have an agent profile on your brokerage website, that is not a website. That's a landing page. And if you are an agent that's feeding from your brokerage and you think, you know, well, they'll find me there. Think of everybody in your office that has a profile on that brokerage website. And if they do find you, they're going to be distracted by all the other agents that are in that office. And they're going to be learning about those agents. And they might find one that does have all their information and easy to capture and reach out to. So keep that in mind is that if you are that agent that has an agent profile page on your brokerage website, you need a website. You need to make that investment and get that done. There are plenty of websites out there that are inexpensive. Um, they may not have all the bells and whistles you want, but at least it's your own. And you need to create your own identity away from everybody else so that you don't have the competition sitting there looking at you square in the eye. Um, you know, a couple of website companies that I would recommend would be um, iHouseWeb. They are one of our top uh, companies that we work with when we work with our agents on building websites. Um, so I would highly recommend that you reach out to them. And, you know, if you mention my name, they may give you a discount. I don't know if that would still be available, but I know in the past that any of my clients or potential clients would um, reach out and tell them that I sent them and they would offer y'all a discount. I make nothing off of that. Um, it is strictly just a good working relationship. And I know that they are really good at what they do. So reach out to iHouseWeb and see if they can't meet your budget. And if not, you know, just do some searching. I mean, there's like real geeks. There's, um, oh gosh, I mean, Boomtown. I mean, there's tons of them out there. You just got to find the one that works for you. And then um, the next thing is conflicting information. So this is when you are, when I Google you and you may come up as um, ABC brokerage, but you've left that brokerage and now you're with, you know, I brokerage. So you need to make sure that when you change brokerages, that you update all your information across all platforms. And you really should start with all the search engines. So you need to go out there and do a Google search on yourself and see where you come up, how you come up, and then click on the links that are available to make sure that those links go to your website. Okay. Because the last thing you want to do is tell somebody that you've met, oh, I'm with ABC Realty, and then they go to Google you and you are with your pre, they see everything with your previous real uh, brokerage. So I want you to look at that real well and, and Google yourself and then start from there. And then check your profiles on your social media, check your Google business profile, make sure you check with, you know, the MLS, you are, um, the local, um, you know, the, the National Board of Realtors has all your updated information. Your local board has all your updated information. Um, just make sure that if, if you do move, 
the first thing you need to do is get all of that information changed and change it in your signature line. You might forget the, to, to, to do that. So this is just a little reminder that change it in your signature line as well. Go to your website and make sure that all the correct information is there. So especially if you were working under a brokerage email account and because they're getting those emails, you're not. So make sure that you have an email address that you use independently um, that is your own email. And I'll go into that in just a second. Then um, make sure that the links to your social media accounts from your website, make sure they're active and they go to the correct page. Um, you may have changed a page or you may have changed the wording. Um, you know, I've done that before where, you know, I can change the name of my page, but then I didn't change the link on my website. So you have to change it and then go to your website and change it and just copy the link and then replace the link that you have on your website. Um, that is one of the biggest frustrations is if you go to, say, Facebook, um, you know, they give you the opportunity to fill out all the information about you. And so you need to check that, um, you know, frequently to make sure something didn't get lost, a link didn't get broken. But, you know, fill that information out and then use the you know, Facebook gives you a great advantage. So you have a place to put reviews, um, make sure that you're sending out, you know, emails to your clients, asking them to give you a review and give them the link so that they can go put it on your Facebook because you can't do that. They only can do that. So make sure that, you know, when you're sending out that email after the closing, you're giving them the link to go and post onto their, onto your social media review page. Okay, and that will help you build your reviews. Now, you can take that review that's on Facebook and copy it and put it on your website, but you can't put a review on your own social media platform. So make sure that they have that link. You know, what we do is once we have the closing, then for we send out an email to the client. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not to the client, but to the um buyer or the seller, whoever the client was for our client. And we send out an email asking them to give a review and we give the links where they should go. All they have to do is open up that email, click on that link. They go put that review on Facebook. They put that review on LinkedIn. Um, wherever you want that review to be posted, that's where you do, especially Google Business. You definitely want to have your Google Business profile uh, link so they can put the review there because that helps you a lot in the search engines as well. And when people are looking for you through a Google search and you come up, they can see all the reviews right there. Um, and so make sure that anything that links outside of your website links to the appropriate page. Okay. Um, and make it visible. So if you look at some people's websites, you might see the little, um, social media platforms like down at the very bottom in the footer of the website in the right hand corner and you can barely see it. Um, or you might see it at the top of the website in the corner. You know, those you can see them, but it's not prompting people. So what I would recommend is that on your website, you would have a page called Let's Connect. And that page would be a list of all your social media accounts where they can connect with it. Y'all can connect 
through those links. So it's a visible link. Okay. So that's a really popular thing to have on your website because it is, it's easy. It's easy for everybody to find you the way they need to. And that could be like on your contact page. It could be anywhere on your website. But we find that when we create those pages as an independent page on the website, that people are getting more connections. And so that would really be a huge benefit if you took a few minutes and did that. Um, you need to make sure that, again, I'm, I've already said this, but I'm going to say it again. Go look at your profiles on social media and on your Google business. It's so important to make sure that those are updated. And then um, your profile page on your broker's website, again, is, you know, if you can put links to your social media, you need to do that. If you can put links that take them to a place where you are, you know, so if you're only using the broker page, I'm going to say it again, don't do, you know, have that, but have your own website. Okay. Um, because, and I, I and I'm not a hundred percent sure how this works, but let's say you are with um, ABC Realty, you have your broker page, somebody clicks on it, well, do you get that? Do you get that lead or does that funnel through the brokerage and then they do a round robin with it? So you need to understand how that works um, with the linking and the leads and everything else. Now, if they're on your website, they're going straight to you. No questions asked. You know, they if they click on something to give you that information, then they are, you know, connecting with you and not your competitors. OK, I want you to kind of take a. Um, an overview of everything that you have going on. But let me go back to the email address. So when you have, um, when you move to a new brokerage, you know, they'll give you an email address that's associated with their brokerage. So it could be Kim at 123realtygroup.com. And say, okay, that works great. Well, they own everything. So the brokerage will own all of your emails. They will own everything that's anything to do with their brokerage because that email address belongs to them, not you. So what I always recommend, and I just went through this with a brokerage that we're um, setting up for a client, is that everybody has their own email address with the brokerage, which I want them to use because it's better using that than a Gmail. So if you're one of those agents that has like Kim Hughes at Gmail, let's go get you a domain and then get you an email address through your domain so that you are branded. Okay, that's more professional. You look more on top of things. Um, it's a branding thing. So like my email address is Kim at KimHughes.com. So if I was an agent with a brokerage, I would still have that, but I could also use the brokerage email. So everything would funnel through my account first so that if I was to leave that brokerage and go to another one, or maybe I'm going to open up my own brokerage, then I don't have to worry about all those emails that funneled through the brokerage. They went through my email account, through my domain, and I now own all of that. So I don't have to worry about losing my leads or my contacts or anything. So I'm going to highly recommend that you think about that and and do that because it's a benefit to you as a, as the agent, but also understand why the brokerage does it as well. So you don't want to be in a situation where you leave the brokerage and they won't give you the information that you need because the minute you tell them you're gone, they're going to shut down that email account. They're going to take you off the um, profile page of their website, etc. So this is where 
you need to think about, I'm an entrepreneur. I am a business owner and I'm in charge of my own business. So you need to look at it that way and run it that way. And this is one of the ways that you can do it is be an independent person with everything funneling through your brokerage, I mean, through your website, through your email account. Okay. So just a real quick recap here is I want you to focus on your email. I want you to focus on your website, getting an independent website. You know, don't, you know, look at your budget, see what you can afford, then shop it around. You know, some agents will build a website on Wix and you can do that. I mean, it's not expensive. You just got to know how to do it. You know, so there's a lot of back things that you might need to learn. But once you do that, you know, now you own your own website and you can control the budget and you can control what goes on that website. I'm one of these that I'm, I'm like, max out your website. You want to be the market leader in information for your community. But, you know, you can do that a little bit at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. Okay. Then check out your social medias. Um, look at all of your profiles. Look at all of your reviews and come up with a system on how to get people to post the reviews on your social media accounts, on your business, uh, Google business profile. And then that way, when you have a closing, that email goes out or that text message goes out immediately after closing because you want to capture them when they're excited. And then you want to um, look at your email signature, make sure that it's updated. It's got all the information in there. So when you think I'm giving out, to, my signature line could be 20 lines. Well, that's okay. You know, um, it's 20 lines because it's a way for people to reach you. So even on my iPhone has the same signature line as my Outlook, as my Gmail, as my um, other accounts that I have, you will see my full signature. So there is no doubt of any way you want to reach me. And anybody on my team, they are the same way. They have all that information in their signature line and their phone number as well as my phone number. So if they can't reach their... um account, you know, their team member, they can reach out to me and they don't have to go look for that information and get frustrated and lose, you know, it could take them 10 minutes, but that's 10 minutes out of the day. And that's a frustration you don't want to give to anybody that's trying to reach out to you. So I hope this this podcast was informative. And if you have any ideas on how to better brand yourself as, you know, getting your information updated. We'd love to hear it. And I would love it if you would give us a, you know, comment. Um, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, please follow us. We release um, new podcast every week. And if there is a topic that you would like some more information on, please feel free to reach out and talk to me about it. And if you need to talk to me about anything we've talked about today, please feel free to reach me at Kim at KimHughes.com. And you go out and you have a great day and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you.